0: hey guys welcome back to the pearls and perils i'm your host peter Kate, and i'm back with another mr mrs series so today's mr and mrs is all about single and ready to mingle so perhaps you've been single for a while now and you're you've got to the stage where you feel like Do you know what i'm ready to be in a relationship and i wanted to share these tips with you guys because i feel like a lot of the times when people are ready to mingle quote unquote they are very ill-prepared. They don't really know exactly what they want. They're kind of going, they go into the dating scene, you know, just going by how they feel, going with the flow, which can be really dangerous because if you're not prepared for this, guys, you can just, you know, find yourself getting into that vicious cycle of just unhealthy relationships. Investing your time in relationships that really and truly are not worth even a second of your time. And I know one of the things of relationships is that once you've invested that time in that relationship, especially if it's been quite a while, two, three, four, five years in that relationship, it's the more time you've invested, the more difficult it is for you to walk away from it. Because as women, we often think about, oh, but you know, what's the point? I'm going to have to start again. I've invested so much time. You start thinking about all the potential candidates that you, you know, rejected because you were in this relationship. You start thinking about, especially if you've had children with, this person, you know, but oh, but we have kids. So guys, before you start dating, you need to invest in yourself and these things that I'm going to discuss today. So if you want to do it, get your pen and paper guys, because I'm going to list seven things that you can do to invest in yourself before you start dating now these are all things that I did and what I'll do as I go through each tip I will explain to you why it's important and how it's actually benefited my own relationship my own marriage I warn you in advance guys I've been up since 6am my voice feels a bit croaky so hopefully it doesn't sound croaky (laughs) so stay with me guys don't drift off don't get distracted if you're washing your dishes right now if you're cooking your food right now then you can always come back to it and write the tips down later on so first tip deep in your life what does that even mean like really taking time to think about your life thinking about you know experiences that you've had in the past thinking about your expectations thinking about you know things that you've gone through in previous relationships. If this is gonna be your first relationship, that would mean that, you know what, you've probably built up a lot of expectations or you have all these ideas in your mind of what a relationship's gonna be like. So it's so important for you to really take time to think about your life and also to work through your baggage, listen. Baggage is one of the biggest reasons why a lot of relationships don't work because you have two people coming into a relationship unprepared with lots of emotional baggage, lots of issues that they've not yet healed from. And if you have two people that are coming into a relationship with all of this toxicity, you're going to get a toxic relationship. If you look back, if you've had a toxic relationship, I'm sure you can agree with me and you look back to how that person was. In hindsight now you can see wow do you know what he had a lot of baggage he had anger issues he hadn't healed from the fact that his dad left at a young age he didn't even know who his dad was or you know his parents were very controlling all these things when you have baggage you're just gonna just know you're gonna bring it to your relationship perhaps in the dating stage you hide it well you're carrying it lightly do you know what I mean it's your carry-on but it ain't that heavy. But at home, you got you got your big suitcase there. Do you know what I mean? So it's so, so important to work through your baggage. And if you wanna know more about baggage and how you can work through it, how you can you know really work on yourself internally, there is a podcast that I've got previously on baggage claim. So you can listen to that because I'm not gonna go into too much depth otherwise this podcast is gonna be way too long and you're not gonna listen to the end. I want you to stay with me from beginning to end so like I said step one deepen your life taking time to really think about your life what are the things that you experienced like especially starting with the relationships that have marked your life so for example your parents were your parents together were they not if they were together what was their relationship like what was the love that you saw at home even if it has if even if it's never consciously affected you in that sense or made you think, oh, do you know what? I want my relationship to be like my parents or "Mm -mm, I don't want it to be like my parents because it was toxic, it was filled with abuse. There were always, there was always issues going on that you saw, that you witnessed You know, these things can affect you as well because it forms the basis of your expectations. Sometimes it can form the basis of what you're looking for or what you think is acceptable. And unfortunately, many people, especially those that have grown up in dysfunctional homes, that the relationships between their parents were not healthy, sometimes they start to think that's acceptable because toxic is all they've known. Chaos is all they've known. Dramas is all they've known. So they grow up thinking that, you know, that's okay. Everyone goes through that. And especially if you have lots of friends that have had similar um, situations to you. And quite often we attract and we gravitate to people that are similar to us. So sometimes that can even cause us to begin to think that this is normal. So never think that being toxic is normal. It is not. Not every relationship is toxic. Of course, not every relationship is perfect. But not every relationship is toxic remember that don't you know start to look through those things and be able to separate the toxic ideas the ideas that aren't going to be helpful the ideas that can affect your relationship your future relationship in a negative way so you want to get into this relationship at a stage where you are emotionally ready you are you might not necessarily baggage free but you know what your baggage is because to be honest it is impossible to be baggage free when we die yes that's different we're always going to have baggage we're always going to have things that we need to consciously work on we need to consciously change we need to consciously fight to overcome those things and not allow them to overcome us so that is the first one so work through your baggage i know a lot of the times especially as women we like to run away from our baggage but baggage is not only for women listen hmm there is a lot of men with baggage and I think with men it's so dangerous because many of them, they don't express their feelings, they go through situations that hurt them, you know, and they don't speak about it, they just kind of keep it to themselves, they bottle it up and I know that there's so much pressure on guys to seem strong and to seem like they don't cry and to seem that things don't faze them but listen, we're not forward. the suicide rate amongst men is so high and it's alarming, it is way too high it shouldn't be where it is, of course it should be zero, but it's just so so sad that there's all this pressure from men and sometimes you know what we put the pressure because a guy expresses his emotions a guy expresses his vulnerability and we judge him to say he's moist we judge him to say oh he's a waste man no like i have consciously decided i'm not going to do that anymore men have enough pressure as it is i'm not going to come to add pressure to this man no it's not right and we need to stop putting these unrealistic expectations on men. They are not Superman. Superman is not real. Captain America is not real. He's a figment of someone's imagination. So this person, he's human. He's going to have things that upset him. He's going to have things that even maybe even make him cry. Do you know what I mean? The guy is human. So if you are a guy listening to this podcast, listen, there's no shame in the game. If, if things upset you, if even things make you cry, that is perfectly normal. Of course, don't be feeding your sadness. We all have times where we cry. And do you know what? Crying releases, you know, the stress. It can even make you feel better. But of course, it shouldn't be a case that every day you're crying. That's unhealthy. It's all about balance, you know, being able to express your emotions, being able in a healthy way and not a harmful way. But I'm going to move on to Two, before I start going on, because I could go on all day about the first one. And also looking at past traumas. That's what I would say for number one. Moving on to number two, investing in knowing yourself. Listen, when I tell you guys, this is so important. If you go into a relationship not knowing yourself, this is so dangerous. And I'll tell you why it's dangerous as well. Because if you go into a relationship and you don't know who you are, and that person is very strong in terms of who they are, you're going to find that you're going to start to mold yourself to what that person wants you to be. And because you don't know yourself, you're going to be fake. You're not going to be you. You're going to even get to a stage where you're going to become frustrated because it's like you're not being who you are. So it's important for you to know who you are, know yourself, invest in knowing your strengths, and your weaknesses. Because when you know what your weaknesses are, you can combat them. But if you're this kind of person that you don't even know, you go with the flow, you're a very emotional person, irrational person, you don't really think before you speak, you know, you're just someone that you're constantly in your feelings, that in itself is a weakness. Now I'm not saying to have feelings makes you weak, but when you're someone that acts on impulse constantly, that is a weakness because you can end up saying something that yes, you can say sorry, you can apologize, you can show that you, you know, you, you didn't mean what you said, but once you've said what you've said, it's out there you can't take those words back. So you cannot be someone who's impulsive. You cannot be someone that at the first sign of problems, you're ready to sign out of the relationship because baby, that ain't gonna work, okay? So invest in knowing yourself, listen, If you don't invest in knowing yourself, you are doing yourself a major disservice. You are doing your future relationship a major disservice. And this is the reason why a lot of relationships don't work. Because you have two people coming into it. This podcast is not just for women. It's for you guys as well. And I know that some of you listen. I see. But anyway. So, you can't have two people coming into a relationship that don't know themselves All you're going to get is one big ball of mess, of emotions, of irrationalness. that's where you get those relationships, you know like back in um, secondary school and unfortunately some people, they're not in secondary school but their current adult relationships are like this, they're together Monday, by Friday they've broken up, by Saturday they've written on Facebook that, oh single and ready to mingle, by Sunday they're saying that, oh do you know what, I miss my ex, by Monday they're back together. This is two people that don't know themselves. And generally, when we don't know who we are, we are very emotional. We're very irrational. We're constantly changing and transforming ourselves to our circumstances. So it's very, very important for you to invest in knowing yourself. It's not even just about your future relationship, it's for you as a person. Because when you don't know who you are, just know people are gonna tell you who you are. People will try to label you, tell you that you're shy, tell you that you're loud, tell you that, you know, you're not that smart, tell you, oh, you lack confidence. But when you know who you are, you know yourself. Weaknesses and strengths, so invest in that. Um, And also, you're not gonna be, and I'll tell you how this relates to your relationship. Because when you know yourself, let's say, for example, you have two people that get together. One person is firm within who they are, they know themselves, you know, they're working towards their goals, etc. And then they find someone who, you know, everything seems to be going well, they both find each other attractive and all that kind of stuff, they start dating. But one of them doesn't know who they are, they're very insecure and with um, lack of knowledge of self comes insecurity. Because you have that sense of, "Mm, you don't really know who you are. So how there's instability within you, do you understand what I mean? And it's going to affect the relationship because it's going to put a strain. Because the person that doesn't know themselves, they're always going to constantly look to their partner for validation. And that can become very draining. And that can, you know, spiral into that person becoming very clingy, becoming very... um, overly obsessive with the relationship relationship with the person and it can put such a major strain that the person feels like, oh, this is too much. You can start to stifle the relationship simply because you fail to take time, mm-hmm. take time guys, to invest in yourself. You are not losing anything but if anything you are gaining so much more. So as I said, investing in knowing yourself. So, so, so important. Don't be jumping into a relationship and you don't even know who you are, because baby, you got, you're got you gonna be messed up. You are gonna mess yourself up. And if you think, when I think of domestic violence relationships, it makes my blood boil. And I also think to myself, why do people stay in these relationships? Why do these people ignore the signs? And a lot of the times, people go into a relationship not knowing who they are and then they find someone who's very controlling you know at the beginning the controllingness the jealousy seems cute oh he cares about me oh he's jealous when people talk talk to me like my pictures blah 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 but really it's so much more than that and then you get to a stage where it's like you're so attached to the person that it's difficult for you to leave and then they start telling you things like oh if you leave me nobody else will want you and all this kind of stuff and all that psychological and spiritual damage starts to happen so as i said it's so important guys know yourself not just the good things but the bad things know your flaws know what your weaknesses are so that you can actually combat those weaknesses if you know that you have a particular weakness don't embrace that thing. Don't just accept, oh yeah, this is my weakness, that's it. Work on it. Work on being better. Work on improving yourself. Um, third thing. Oh yeah, last thing actually, in terms of how that relates to your relationship. When you know yourself, you can also utilise that to navigate through your relationship. Your relationship, your marriage, is going to be a journey. You know, you're not going to be perfect along the way, you will make mistakes, but what matters most is learning from those mistakes, minimizing the mistakes. It's not for you to be making massive mistakes that are just going to destroy the relationship and then you're going back to square one. So... This knowledge of self is gonna allow you to navigate through your relationship. It's gonna allow you to manage your expectations of your partner. Because when you know yourself, you recognize that, do you know what, I have weaknesses, I'm not perfect. And you're not gonna be pushing your need for that person to be perfect on your partner. You're gonna be more empathetic, you're gonna be more patient. There's times when my husband gets on my nerves, okay? But I remember, do you know what? Sometimes I can be annoying. Sometimes I can be, sometimes I can make mistakes as well. So instead of me looking for perfection in him, looking at all his flaws, I look to his strengths, the things that he does that a lot of men do not do for their wives. So it allows me to be more um, appreciative of the good things. Of course, when it comes to uh, managing expectations, you should never, you know, settle for less in terms of how you should be treated properly in terms of things that are healthy for the relationship. When I'm talking about expectations, I mean expectations of perfection. Do you understand? So you have to be able to separate a flaw from something that's toxic. So yeah, take note. Moving on to number three. With knowledge of self, you need to invest in loving yourself. Love on yourself whilst you're single i'm telling you guys love on yourself like you are dating yourself love you love yourself flaws and all love yourself back rolls and all love yourself skinny legs and all love yourself patchy skin oily skin hair that's not growing listen love yourself and i tell you why this is important guys if you don't love yourself (laughs) my friends if they're listening they're going to be quoting me listen but it's true if you don't love yourself ain't nobody gonna love you and you know no one can love you better in this sense like the receiving love i hope how i'm gonna phrase it you'll be able to understand what i'm trying to say you will be able to receive love in a much greater way once you first began to love yourself Do you know why? Because it's like that love, because you love yourself, you understand what love is. But when you don't love yourself, you're always going to question the love that you receive from others. And this is why a lot of people, they have, you know, these insecurities when it comes to relationships because they don't love themselves. They think to themselves, no, how can this person love me? Flaws and all. Like that don't make sense because they don't love themselves. Flaws and all. So it's really important for you to love on yourself. Work on your confidence. Work on your self-esteem. The things that you don't like about yourself, work on them. If, for example, your skin, you're very um, insecure about it because you've got very um, bad skin, you've got acne, for example, then, you know, go see a dermatologist. Work on your skin. If your weight is a problem for you and you're not happy with your body, work on the pooch. If you feel that you're too slim, invest in eating healthier and gaining that weight, If you feel that you're too skinny, you want to get a bit more muscly, work on it. Whatever causes you to feel insecure, if it's something you can't change, you just need to learn to love that thing. You know, if it's something that you'd have to get surgery to change, listen, guys, just learn to love that thing because every surgery you have, just know there's a side effect and there's a bunch of things that can go wrong. If you have a particular nose, sorry about the noise. I think the police are coming to catch somebody. But yeah, if you have a particular nose, you have particular, listen, love on yourself. The things you cannot change, embrace them. Learn to love them. And it's so funny because you're going to find a partner that's going to love the things about you that you didn't even like. For example, I hate my feet, okay? I don't like my toes. And I would never wear sandals if I didn't paint my toes. But now it's like, I'm so confident in my toes because my husband likes my feet. He's like, oh, they're fine. What's wrong with them? And I'm thinking, is this man blind? Does he need to wear my glasses? So it's like, it seems like something so small, but sometimes you can be insecure about things that your future partner is gonna love about you. So really just embrace your um, loving, that self-love, and guys, man, love on yourself. is so important. And one of the greatest ways to love yourself is invest in a relationship with God. Because listen, god is love guys so it's impossible for you to have true self-love if you ain't got god in the mix of it i'm not talking about religion i'm not talking about relationship with the church, relationship with a religious institution. Listen, before a relationship with any of these things, you need to have a relationship with God. I started to see my confidence grow. I started to see the depression go. I started to see the insecurities just falling off me like, yeah. When I started to embrace my relationship with God, when I started to understand that I was made in greatness that there was no mistake that my nose i don't need to be putting clothespins pins on it anymore for it to be straight i don't need to be thinking about lightening my skin so it can be as light as it was when i was younger i don't need to be thinking about that um so embrace invest in a relationship with god a true relationship not just you going to a church and you know dressing a certain way talking a certain way but really you don't have your own intimate relationship with him the same way you'd invest in talking to your friends you call them every day you'd be sending them your funny moments your sad moments you're opening up to them do all those things with God that's one thing I would say and if you want to know more about how you can invest in your relationship with God drop me an email at thepearlsandperils at gmail.com wherever whichever platform you're listening to this on it will be there in my description box but yeah moving on to the fourth thing we're almost there we're getting there hopefully i can finish this before and get to like 26 minutes because i don't want this to be too long because i know some of y'all you guys you know your attention span is short so anyways moving on to the next thing invest in your appearance listen you can't be out here talking about oh i want a boyfriend i want a girlfriend and you got bo i'm so sorry guys this this um tip may offend but it's here to help we're all family here on the pearls and perils we are here but like i said to share our pearls and to share our perils guys so yeah honestly invest in your appearance starting with the basics hygiene listen don't be leaving your house you may be going to the shop like i know some of you are okay you wake up you ain't had a bath yet or a shower you've not brushed your teeth but you're quickly running to the off license thinking oh no one's gonna see me imagine if on that day that you woke up you still got um what's sleep in your eye or whatever you call it um you still got we call it matter in jamaica you still got matter in your eye Um, You're still there, you know, you're in your pajamas, you just put one hoodie over it, you run to the shops and you got BO, you just woke up, your breath is kicking. And then imagine if on that day, you meet your future partner really and truly what do you think is gonna happen then you could have just missed out on a great relationship because that day you were caught slipping so guys the basics i'm not saying about every day you need to be coming with full face makeup or every day you need to have fresh shape up you know looking like whoa like you steps out of a magazine no but guys hygiene is the basics please don't come and tell me why you got bo if you're struggling financially that's a different circumstance but at the same time invest your money deodorant it's an essential toothpaste is an essential even if it's a case that you need to go to the dentist and get some of them free samples i know because i used to work there and a lot of you patients yeah you guys will be taking up all the free samples but yeah guys invest in your hygiene one of the worst things imagine now you meet someone new the person looks good they're dressed nice but they open their mouth and it smells like oh my gosh somebody died in there You're going to be so put off. You're going to forget the fact that that person, they spoke so well, you clicked, you had things in common, simply because of the hygiene. Or perhaps you look great. You now go there to shake that person's hand or give them a hug, and the smell that comes out of your armpits knocks them back, takes them back to a place that they're like, you know what, Mm, nah, this ain't gonna work. So guys, invest in your hygiene. Don't get caught slipping. If you're someone that sweats a lot, have deodorant in your bag. Have a little flannel in your bag. Go to the toilet, wet that flannel, wipe your armpits, then add on the deodorant. Because some people they just be spraying on the sweat, and then what you get, you get smelly sweat. You get this sweet smelling, no, not smelly sweat. You get sweet smelling sweat. That ain't cute, guys. So if you know you're someone that you sweat a lot, guys, invest in good products that's going to work for you. And if you're using a particular product that's not working for you, guys that we have everything online go on youtube type what is good for um what do you call it those that sweat a lot for body odor blah 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 if you think there may be a case that there's a health issue there because sometimes there is some people their sweat glands produce way too much sweat go to see your gp listen we have free health care for now so use it Do you understand? So, really, first and foremost, invest in good hygiene. You can look beautiful, but if you've got bad hygiene, you're going to put people off. So, invest in your hygiene, invest in your appearance. Like I said, it also links in with loving on yourself. You know, when you invest in your appearance, you dress your best. You know, level up. This is something I've been doing lately, guys. I've been trying to level up, you know, improve myself, get my fitness up, because... I'm getting older, like 30s around the corner, and I'm not trying to get into my 30s yet, and I can't run for the bus, no, Mm -mm -mm. so I need to, and also, I don't want to be that person that develops health issues later on in life, because you see so many people, I'm trying to be like Cicely Tyson, auntie is in her 90s, she's even, yeah, she's in her 90s, and she looks amazing, her skin is great. I need to be Sicily when I'm older. I'm not trying to be looking tore up like I've been through too much in life. No. So I'm trying to invest from now. I'll be eating my veggies, guys. I'll be making my breakfast smoothies, drinking my water, keeping my heart clean. But yeah, invest in your appearance. Stress your best. Investing in your appearance is not just about buying name brands that you cannot afford. No. If right now, financially you can't afford to make those investments. That is fine. It's not about, you know, buying expensive things. Work with your wardrobe, switch it up, you know. Maybe you've got um, limited clothes, but wear different things with each other. Try something different. Maybe invest in one extra item here, like get a new jacket that you, don't be wearing that same jacket all the time, guys. You're gonna be known for that person with that same jacket, especially when it has a pattern or it's very easy to distinguish. Invest in maybe very neutral clothes, especially if you're a guy, and I'll tell you why investing in neutral clothes is good. Because you can wear the same black shirt and ain't nobody know. (laughs) Or the same gray shirt or the same jeans and no one knows. Or you can just get very neutral jeans and just switch up your tops, do you understand? So there's so many things that you can do. There's tips you can look for online, for dressing, for your body shape, invest in that. Don't be wearing things that don't look good on your body. It's just gonna make you look a mess. So yeah, definitely invest in your appearance looking after yourself valuing yourself building your confidence and as you um invest in your appearance your confidence is naturally going to grow and you're going to even attract someone because they're going to think oh wow like this person really looks after themselves you know so definitely invest in that and just three more and we are done okay it's looking like a 30 minute one but we can get there so i'll try to speed through the next ones hmm guys this is important Work on your projects. Know what you want for your life before you get into a relationship. So what are your goals for the future? What is your financial plan? You know, what... <coughs> Sorry. I thought I was going to get for a podcast with no coughing, but look at me. There had to be one that came. But anyways, yeah. Work on your projects. Know what you want for your future. Work on your finances, guys. No one's saying you need to be a millionaire when you get into a relationship. Of course not. <coughs> <coughs> Let me take a little break. But yeah, working on your finances, especially in terms of things like debt. If you have debts, you bringing that into the relationship is a baggage in itself. So working through your debt, paying your debts, getting organized in your finances, taking control, working on good spending habits, because finances is one of those areas that can really really affect your relationship if you don't get it right imagine you find someone that they're very good with their finances they're establishing their finances you get into relationship you start merging your funds and then you're that person that's just eating out all your funds um with all these online shopping buying things that you really don't need to be buying and you end up you know affecting that person's finances negatively, you affect their credit score because you're running up credit card bills to buy things that really and truly is not an investment. So it's very important for you to learn how to manage your money, um, have good um, budget management skills, finance skills, knowing what you want, consciously working towards it. All these things are very, very important. And have ambition, have goals for yourself. Who doesn't like someone that's ambitious? It's very, very attractive. So work on that. Sixth thing, we're almost there. I think I might get to 30 minutes, I'm happy. So, sixth thing is to know what you want and what you need to also know what a healthy relationship looks like. Because perhaps you know what you want, but maybe what you want ain't what you need. Like a lot of girls, oh yeah, I want a bad boy. Why do you want a bad boy, please? A bad boy is going to be toxic, do you understand? So sometimes we're out here complaining, oh, all men are trash. But really, you've basically said subconsciously that you want trash. So know what you want in a relationship. Know what you're looking for in terms of that person's character, in terms of that person's goals for the future. For example, let's say you're someone that you wanna start dating to eventually get married. But you start dating someone that for them, marriage is just a piece of paper. Baby, you're already setting yourself up for failure. You're already setting yourself up for frustration because if that person has told you that from the get go, why are you trying to think that you can change their mind? Don't do that. Especially women, men don't really do it as much. They more try to change your mind to you know get with them. But listen. Mm -mm. you can't change a person's mind and don't even why would you even want to change their mind they need to want the same thing for themselves same with children if you want children you meet someone who doesn't want don't be out here trying to convince them don't be out here thinking oh maybe he'll change his mind in the future or maybe she'll change her maybe they won't and then then you're going to have to compromise and perhaps compromising on that is going to even turn into resentment for you because you really wanted to have that thing so it's very 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 important For you to know what you want ahead of time before you start dating, don't start dating and then think about what you want or what you need. Already know beforehand so that you can use that as a basis to navigate throughout your dating journey. So if you see someone that yes, maybe they tick some of the boxes in terms of looks, yeah, he's from the country that you want him to be from, you've got a similar upbringing, but when it comes to the things that matter in terms of financial goals, in terms of you know you actually being compatible in terms of your character and compatibility is not about you both thinking the same being the same like it's very unlikely you'll find someone just like you and who really wants to date someone that's just like them it's boring but compatible in the sense that it just clicks and you know when the relationship works it's all going to be so natural it's not going to be something that you need to force something that you need to push like yeah this relationship needs to work when that's the case listen baby it ain't for you leave it alone Um, So yeah, knowing what you want and what you need. And also really knowing what a healthy relationship looks like. What does a healthy relationship to you actually look like? in terms of communication how should that person treat you in terms of respect in terms of how they speak to you in terms of those kind of things i'm not talking about ah oh, he needs to be me, buy me flowers every day i need to have a new gift every month no not these things but in terms of the the really key things that really really matter and that will really make a difference in your relationship for example before i started dating my husband guys i had my list okay but i really prayed before i made this list and i formed the list more on the basis of key things for example i'll give you some examples i can even say it from the top of my head because i remember what i've written i said i wanted someone that had their own relationship with god i want a god-fearing man because if i find a true man that is god-fearing that has his own relationship with god he's never going to cheat on me. Why? Not because he loves me up and you know, all this kind of stuff or because I'm the most beautiful woman in the world. Of course that There's always going to be someone that's prettier than you, has a better body, blah, blah, blah. But before cheating or doing something stupid, he's going to first think about his relationship. But you know what? This doesn't please God. Let me just run away from this thing it's so key. When you have a man that truly fears God, I'm not talking about when you have a man that goes to church, because listen, honey, the devil goes to church. But when you have a man that really fears God, has his own relationship with God, lives by his faith, you don't need to worry about cheating, because you already know that man's accountable to God. So if he wants to do something dumb, that's between him and God. So yeah, I knew that was what, that was like my number up there, right up there, really important for me. I also knew that I needed a man with ambition. Being an ambitious woman, being a woman that, listen, I've been entrepreneur from day, (laughs) from like the age of six, seven, I had my first business doing my, my massages, okay? Shout out to those that I gave massages when I was younger. But yeah, so I knew I need, in order for me to thrive, in order for me to grow and not feel like stifled in the relationship, I need someone who's gonna match my level of ambition or even exceed it. Even if it's slightly less, it needs to be someone that's going to support me and that I can support equally. Because for me to be with a man with no ambition, no goals, no vision, it ain't going to work. I'm going to be like, "Hmm? how am I going to submit to someone like that? But that's for another story, guys. But yeah, so really knowing what a healthy relationship looks like. And in terms of the seventh one, it links a lot with the sixth. It's focusing on the key qualities of the person, in terms of their character. Listen, physical um, attributes can change. They can have a beautiful body today, get sick tomorrow, and that body is, (laughs) forget it. You know, anything can happen to our physical appearance. Our bodies as humans are so fragile. Car accidents happen. Anything can happen, do you understand? So if you're just looking at the looks, you're going to get older. The looks are going to alter. Do you know what I mean? But character, hmm character, guys. This is the key. Of course, no one's saying that you need to marry Shrek now. I'm not saying that. But when you find someone, a woman, a man with good character, listen, you don't need to worry about nothing. Do you know what I mean? When you find someone that in terms of their character, it really just merges so well with you, you find someone that is ambitious, you find someone that's honest, like, when looking for a relationship, when looking for a future husband, wife, life partner, listen, the person needs to be someone that's honest, if you find someone that's dishonest, someone that's deceitful, run away, just know that there will be deceit in your relationship, and if you say, do you know what, Ooh, yeah, oops, I'm the deceitful person, I'm the toxic person, then change. Because who wants to be in a relationship with someone that's not gonna be truthful with them? And when you do start dating, you need to put your cards on the table. Don't be trying to hide key things about yourself. Let's say you got 10,000 pounds of debt. Don't be waiting until you're engaged or you're deeply in the relationship to then drop that bomb on the person. Because one, it can really backfire because the person's gonna feel like, wow, I've been with you for all this time. I've been open and honest with you and you've been hiding this from me. What else? Could you hide from me? When you're deceitful, when you compromise on your character, you put yourself in a position that makes you distrustful. You put yourself in a position where that person no longer has confidence in you. And it's going to affect the relationship. So when going, when getting to this stage, so now you say I'm single, I'm ready to mingle. Guys, work through these seven tips. If you truly work through this, I'm sure that when you enter a relationship, also make sure the person... You're aligning yourself with is also someone that's on this journey of self-improvement, of finding themselves, of working on themselves. Because imagine you're out here working on yourself, building up your value. You find someone, they don't care. They're just take me as I am. This is who I am. They say, I ain't going to change. When you find someone like that, you're going to become very frustrated. Because whilst you're leveling up, that person's staying the same. They're not bothered about change. They're not bothered about improving themselves. So you need to find someone that's also on this journey. And one of the key things, lastly, which is, I'm still number seven, I'm not adding another one, is find someone who is willing to change. Find someone who is open to change because in a relationship you're gonna have things that annoy each other about you know that you're gonna annoy each other with you're gonna have flaws you may say things or do certain things that offend your partner and if you find someone that's very like this is who I am I ain't gonna change who isn't empathetic who isn't humble enough to accept correction and when I say correction I mean in love not you being rude and ah, oh, see this is why I like you because you No, none of that emotional stuff yeah but when you come on a humbleness, when you come in an, you, in an adult relationship, like you would when you approach your boss, you're not gonna come to your boss on a crazy one, you know, a catch me outside. No, you're gonna come on a calm, level-headed, you know what, let's talk about this. When you find someone that you speak to that person, like for example, many a times my husband does things or he doesn't do something and it hurts me. So for me, in the moment, I leave it because I know if I address it right now, it's gonna be a problem. I might say something that I'm gonna later regret, so what do I do? I wait for a moment of course I clean my heart I'm not trying to go to bed with grudges okay but I find a moment that I think you know what now is the time let's talk about this and of course don't be waiting a month or two weeks or three weeks I'm talking about a few days okay we sit down I'm like you know what what you said really hurt my feelings Um, I felt like you weren't supportive in this 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 and yeah this is how I feel and one thing that I love about my husband he's so like even if he doesn't necessarily agree with me And same with me, I try, really try my hardest to be empathetic. He'll be like, okay, I'm sorry that, you know, I made you feel that way. I'm sorry that, you know, that I wasn't considerate. I didn't think of how it could make you feel. And this is so beautiful. This is why I tell you that, listen, there's no perfect relationship. My relationship ain't perfect. He gets on my nerves, I get on his nerves. But our relationship is healthy. You know, our love is not toxic. Our love is not harming. Our love doesn't make me feel insecure. Our love doesn't make me have to do things that, you know, make me feel uncomfortable or makes me, you know, um, compromise my own moral values. Our love uplifts me. Our love makes me a better woman. Our love pushes me to be better, to chase my dreams. My husband, listen, yeah, he the real MVP. This man is so supportive. Um, even in this time where I've not been working, working, He has been supportive. He's never once made me feel like, oh, you're not contributing. Or where's your money? Listen, baby, his money is my money and my money is his. That's how it works. There's the partnership, there's that unity. And when you find someone like that, that is willing to you know, invest into you, that is willing to pour out love into you, you also have to have love inside of you to pour out. It's a mutual thing. You can't be a leech in the relationship, always wanting love, always wanting compliments, but you don't give anything back. So these are the seven things, guys, that you need to do. If you say, I'm single, I'm ready to mingle, I'm getting to a certain age, and I'm ready now to really start to invest in my relationship, You have to invest inside out, not outside in. Invest internally. Take the baggage out. Take out all the things that need to go because those things, they're going to come with you in your relationship. So you don't want that to mess up a good relationship because one of the worst things is for you to have met someone that you really clicked with it really could have worked but because of your baggage because of your um immaturity because of your irrationalness you messed everything up so guys have a great day i really hope that you found this mr mrs helpful have a lovely 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 day have a lovely let a lovely less (laughs) a lovely rest of your week make it a productive one guys let's get it done 2020 is not cancelled, I need to keep reminding you guys it's not not cancelled, but I'm going to be back with you guys in two weeks time, but I will be back with you again next week Thursday if you have any questions, if there's any topics you'd like me to cover, like I always say, drop me an email or you can drop me a DM at, well email first, (laughs) thebellsandbells at gmail.com or Instagram pkg underscore 995. And um, if you found this helpful, share, 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 share share it with your friends. um, Share it on your social media so that I can reach more people and help more people. And very soon, guys, I have lots of new things planned for the podcast. I'm so excited. I'm going to have a guest on very soon. I'm going to start getting people on to share their stories, to share their um, perils with you, to share their pearls as well so we can all learn and grow together. So peace out, guys, and I'll be back with you soon.